This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. Oh, boo, boo, boo. He didn't tell me he was going to do this. Boo. I just want to say uh, hi, Heidi. We're making, I'm making ice for the weekend. So you might hear my ice machine go off. This is my book. Mm -hmm. You should go pick up my book. It it disappears. It's like a hair. (laughs) Boom. Look at that. It's available wherever you want to buy your books. You go online and you buy it. Tarjay has this. Anyway, that's my book. Kips at Bay. Go buy it. So when you have a podcast, you tell your podcast partner, hey, I want to put out my book there instead of surprises. <laughs> no, I like throwing you off guard. Bro, come act- on. Respect. Is- <laughs> Jeez. Anyways. Rebel People Scum listening podcast. have no idea. Star Wars and Star Wars related subjects. I'm Brock. This is James. What up? What up? And what you up? You were always scum. <laughs> Vermont Mike is going to find out if somebody got fired. That might happen later on in the program. We'll find <laughs> out. Things are happening. Ahsoka has. We're on episode 294, and Ahsoka just hit episode four. We're halfway through Ahsoka, Brock. <sighs> I got, okay, you know what? Before we get into it, so spoilers for episode four, three, two, and one for Ahsoka going forward. Because you can't. But before we get into any of that, a scale of uh, one to ten, what would you give Ahsoka's first four episodes? Out of ten? Or five, whatever. Same difference. Oh, right? out of five? Yeah, sure. Five. I am gonna go three point five to four. Just because like that last episode really got me going. Um but it's also, I think we said this last podcast, it's been a slow burn. So it's like, it's good, but like this episode really picked it up. I think, I think I'm with you. I said the high, for me, the highs have been very high and the lows have been not too low, but they've been, you know, there have been. Yeah. But I will say uh, that the late great Ray Stevenson is, he's, the best thing since Star Wars since Liam Neeson, at least, <laughs> I would say. Honestly, like I'm just, I mean, you could yeah. maybe we can argue Adam Driver. Maybe I know people are going to hate me for saying that, but I'm not. I, you know what? No, I'm going to stick with what I said. I feel like he has that quality to him. The Alec Guinness, Liam Neeson, Ray Stevenson. Yep. There's a quality to him. And I was thinking about this too, and I want to hear your thoughts on this because maybe you disagree with me wholeheartedly. But you know how every time an actor plays a villain, they're like, what I like about this villain is um, he's not the villain. He thinks he's doing good. And you're like, okay, I'm sick of this stupid. I don't care. But this villain is kind of that villain, but knows he's a POS. Like he knows what he's doing, but he's like, I'm accepting of it. So it's kind of that cliche villain that we've gotten. 
but he's more understanding with what he's doing and he's fine with it. And I think he knows he's the villain. He might turn. He might turn. I think I think him and Shin Hati might have a little uh, throwdown at some point. It feels like they might be going because of things that happened. But like, I, <laughs> girls with sabers, how dare you, James? <laughs> yeah. But he, but I think he, he's like, this villain is with me on that. So that's how I, I just feel like he's like a, a good version of the cliched villain that we've gotten in so many different TV shows and movies in the past. Yeah. He's like the alternate reality. Obi-Wan. Like if like there was no bright side, if there was no faith, it's like, I mean, he says that this episode, I think, I don't know. I've watched a lot of these episodes this week and I'm just sort of like, he's like faith. I I've lost that a long time ago. And it's just like, Oh, (laughs) it's and it's no way it is. It's because they're not wearing all black. Yes, the sabers are red, but they're not well, they're orange, yeah. villainous. And they look healthy. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. she's a little skinny, but, like, they look like <laughs> Jedi. They look like Jedi. And it's just yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Because it's like, he was a Jedi that survived Order 66. And he's been so disillusioned. Uh, and I think, I think a lot of Star Wars, like, people like Filoni have been pointing at the concept of like, well, like, yes, we, like there's there's the ultimate evil and the ultimate good, you know, Vader and em- the Emperor, Luke and, o- and Obi-Wan and Yoda. It's like, what's the in-between? And it's like, I think we've seen a lot of that with like clones and stuff like that in cartoons and uh, I guess Boba, no, Boba Fett's not a clone. Oh, yeah, he is. What am I saying? Yeah, he is, yeah. But you know, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like they, they keep sort of like pointing that out in different things. But now it's like, what if you had a disillusioned Jedi? And like, this is, it's really cool. Cause it's like, I don't know he's if he's giving a full argument because even though he's sort of hints at something at the end of episode four, he doesn't say it outright and he could yeah. still be deceiving us. So we don't know. So yeah. Yeah. There's, there might be more than meets the eye to him. I, I'd say uh, Vermont Mike said he's kind of Dooku-esque. And I agree, he's mm. very kind of Dooku-esque. But I think, he, I think, and you know I love the prequels, I think they're pulling him off better than Dooku. Maybe, I mean, Christopher <laughs> Lee's great, but Ray Stevens is just so, like, there's just something about his, everything he does in this. Like, yeah. every little thing he has. That part in this episode where he has a lightsaber battle with Ahsoka and she's the one that instigate, like she starts it. He's like, he's like, I'm just here. He's like, I'm just here. You, I'm not going to do anything. And then he, what does he say? He's like inevitable or whatever. Like it's, he's such a, we'll get into some of the other stuff, but he's (laughs) such a well-written character for me. Like, I'm just like, maybe the best one we've gotten on television yet. And that's, I mean, Andor has a, like, I don't know if Andor had characters as strong as Balin is. And he's a small role. Like, you know, like, what does he have? Five minutes of screen time max per episode so far. So, you know, it might be more difficult for that. But it's, there's, he's just so intriguing. And there's a lot going on. And it's it's the writing and it's the performance. And they're, it's just like the perfect marriage of the two. Yeah. And I even after this episode, I'm still I'm like, is he the villain? Yeah. Like, we don't know his ulterior motive, and he, like, he doesn't come off as a complete, like, Morgan, villain. Uh, what's the Inquisitor's name again? Raylon? 
uh, Rap Smoke Bar. Monster from Lost. Morok. Smoke Monster from Lost. Oh, I haven't I've, even looked into the internet thinks about that. I actually have never. I actually just thought of that now, and I've never seen that part of Lost. <laughs> I've only seen the, Morok, the first you. episode and the last episode of, of Lost. But I know um, there's a Smoke Monster. Morok, villain. Of course, he doesn't have a face, and he's all black. You see, like, that's the thing. Morok is like, yeah, it's the villain. Yeah. And he doesn't really talk yeah he talks a little bit but like it's just oh, his like, voice villain. was awesome <laughs> i love yeah, no, it's like, villain <laughs> so I, I i heard a rumor like a week before not a week maybe like on the weekend i think it was friday or saturday i think it was bespin bulletin and they're like morak is uh smoke and i was like what the hell morak no smoke <laughs> yeah i'm not no i'm not making this up so i heard it might have been before we no, we did the last episode on. No, we did. I heard this when we did our last episode because we did it on Saturday. So when we were recording, I, I read this information. And I think it was Best in Bulletin. And they're like, we're hearing that Morak is smoke. And I was like, what? And then if you read it, it's because something like Morak, like Filoni and his wolves, right? Morak yeah. is like, as somebody might know this better. I, I, I should have really thought about this before we recorded. But something about like Morak was like a wolf who was like, turn into smoke by like its master or something in some kind of lore. And I'm like, what? And then he turns into smoke because it's like, and Filoni and his wolves, right? Like Filoni is obsessed with wolves, lost yeah, wolves, yeah. And everything wolves. And also Balin and Shinhati are named after wolves and stuff. So there's all like wolf thing. But yeah, I, I read, I think it was, I guess Friday night, because I knew it when we were recording, that Morak was, because we did the top five ridiculous things that Morak could be. And I never said smoke because I was like, he's going to end up being smoke. And then when he was smoke, I was like, freaking Bespin Bulletin, man. They like, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, like, it didn't really ruin it because I, I was, I never expected him to be Ezra or Starkiller or anything. No. I just, I like from the get go, I was like, oh, he's just, he's an inquisitor. I like inquisitors. I think they're cool. And the fact that he had the spinny lightsaber, top notch. Yeah, I just like even though he's gone, uh, he or she or they or whatever is gone. I'm like, ooh, please tell me more. <laughs> like, uh, it was great. I mean, my reaction to this episode right off the bat, within the first ten minutes, was like, this is a beautiful show. And I said to you, James, through text, it's like, it looks like all the scenes are painted. <laughs> they look yeah. like concept art. That's like the shot where like the fulcrum is still in amongst the trees and you see i think i think what's his face or uh i think it's when uh ahsoka comes out or no sabine comes out and ahsoka's already standing outside it's like right off the top of the episode and it's like they're just a wide shot and you see them in the foreground i'm like that looks like a ralph mcquarrie thing thought of like the red looks just so cool in the trees like I was like, this is amazing. And then we get to the lightsaber battles in this and like on par with like a uh, lightsaber battle between uh, Ray, uh, yeah, Ray and uh, Kylo on Murder Planet and Force Awakens where like their faces are lit up by their lightsabers and it looks so nice. <laughs> like It's just, I was like, I'm like that the episode sold me within the first 10 minutes. And I'm not even. We haven't even got to the juicy parts of the episode. Did it like, take we're not forever? Even to... being sliced open. You know? <laughs> Did it take forever to get to the titles shot? I was like, when it happened, I said, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was literally like, oh yeah, there's a title, there's a title card for this show. That so was we were... beautiful. 
It <laughs> opens where you just hear like the ambient noise of uh, it's it's uh, Hu Yang is like trying to get something yeah. uh, like getting cables off the bottom of the chair so they can try to get their communications up again. Like I just like whoa! Like they're just making so many cool choices in this. Like it's like I don't give it a high four or five yet because it's like mandalorian came at us hard and heavy right like it's just like here's a cool idea it's it's the mandalorian and he's like he's like a bounty hunter and also he's a cowboy but oh oh by the way there's a tiny yoda and you're like Phew. yeah like I, that episode but sorry go ahead no no i mean baby yoda was the most genius yeah. thing that that star wars has done since star wars <laughs> like, can't since, it. <laughs> like since george lucas was like i have an idea baby yoda was the greatest thing to happen it it reinvigorated the franchise more than I think the Phantom Menace and the the Force Awakens. <laughs> it was like everyone was like, "Hold up, there's a baby version and it's adorable. Give me yeah. the toys." And they were like, "No, you can't have the toys for a year." And the the remarkable part of it all, Brock, is a year later when the toys were released, we were still obsessed. Yeah, that's <laughs> baby right. Yoda. Like like it wasn't like people were like, oh, "I'm over yeah. Baby Yoda." People were like, "I need more Baby Yoda. Let's go." Yeah, no, it's um when you think about Mandalorian, the first episode was like, Oh, this is cool. I like the look of it. This is very fun. I like the look of this. And then boom, baby Yoda. So like maybe it set a precedent that like it is almost impossible to achieve anymore. Cause it's like I think it would be it's a pretty big deal when one of your main characters gets like uh a lightsaber through the gut. But then it's just like, we've seen this and we know it's not the end. And also we know it's Sabine and she gets her hair cut at some point. So it's like, I mean, we said it before, I think the trailer ruined it. But like, it's just like up until this episode, there really wasn't anything like I kept wanting to watch as a Star Wars fan and a Rebels fan. Like it's engaging, but man, this episode just like hit so hard. And it bothers me to no end that like we only have four more. Is it eight episodes? Yeah, we're halfway there. <sighs> like, why? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think you said it best. Is like, this should have been a movie. And I guess we'll get a Filoni movie at some point. But like, I don't know. It's fantastic. It's like, uh, what were you saying? You were saying this was directed by the same guy that did uh, Across the Spider-Verse? The, the one that just came out in the summer, yeah. So yeah. Across was... The- into was the first one. The next, this yeah. is across. Across yeah. is there. So he did the across. Yeah, he directed across. That, that was is... him. And I gotta say, like, th- I think people on Twitter, especially, are like, this is the greatest Star Wars director, or that's the greatest Star Wars director. I think Filoni's the one guiding them, and they're doing basically what Filoni yeah. wants. And they're and not to take away from them, I think they're doing great jobs as well. I thought he did a great job. He handled um, the lightsaber battles great. I thought they were really well done in this. And my favorite part of the episode, the ending aside, I suppose, because that's probably my favorite character in Star Wars. Aside from that, was Sabine about to use the Force, and she freaking uses her like grappling hook thing out of her wrist instead. And I was like, brilliant, let's go. Let's go. That is because that's how Sabine would work, right? She can't do, do the force. And we're and I was like, oh my god, are they gonna have her do the force? And I was kind of like, that's gonna be cheesy. And then she boom, out of her wrist. And I was like, there we go, Mandalorian. That's perfect. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was brilliant. Uh, that that was probably my favorite part of the episode, just joy wise. 
I love that, like, when they attack the fulcrum and, like, who Yang's outside the ship doing something, and he's just like, what was that? <laughs> he's like, he, his eyes close, and he's as, as if he's squinting, and I'm like, like, that little detail is, like, beautiful. Like, someone's job was to figure out, like, how do we make it, I don't know if it was just CG'd on top, but it's just like, how do we make him squint? <laughs> like, so many good things, and it's just like, Oh, you want more? <laughs> Should we get to the big thing? I mean, there's not much to talk right. about yet. Well, okay, let's talk about this one thing because this is the thing that comes up is this was a 42-minute episode. So I guess this was more along the lines of like NYPD Blue length. Still right. shorter, though. Probably still with credits like 10 minutes shorter than NYPD Blue. Did you find it was too short or too long? How did you feel about this? the length? Of this? I thought Just- it was great. I was yeah. on edge the whole time. I was like... This is great. Oh, and what about, for, forget about the important things. Carson Teva, back again. Our boy, Paul Seung Hyun Lee, Toronto. I always fuck up his name. I need to write it down. Toronto's own, like, uh, I am you so see him like You see dazzled. him 82 times at Jay's games because he's apparently <laughs> at every single game. Dazzled. I was just like, it just, like, little things like that. Just like, I'm like, mm. putting him in this one now, you're just like, just, just make... Just make Rangers of the New Republic. Just, just make it. Just, play, just make it. See, I think Rangers is is DOA. I think it's dead oh, yeah. now. But, but I also think that's gone. But now we've got an Ahsoka, and we're getting yeah, skeleton crew and whatnot. I, I, so people were talking about the the Carson Teva thing, and they're like, "Well, he was with Zeb. Why isn't Zeb here?" And I, mm-hmm. again, I believe this was best in bulletin. Might not have been this one. Actually, might not have been. But apparently, the first four episodes of season of this season so we're gonna get into spoilers for what's coming up next all rumor but apparently this all took place during season two of mandalorian so like we see ahsoka in season two and now this is where she went basically directly after that ah okay and then the next four are during season three of mandalorian is from from what i know or so that's Uh. all speculation but again for me in star wars time doesn't really matter so i don't really care uh, but that's that's kind of what I heard. It was like this was season two, and now we're going to move to season three. So that I guess there's going to be a bit of a time jump, whether or not that matters. Well, I mean, with the, with the ending, there probably will be because who knows how long she's going to be in the uh, WBW. Which I Brock, I want to hear your thoughts on it. I thought it was cool. I love seeing it, but but I really hope Filoni is the only person that's allowed to touch it. And once they're done with it in this season, we never go back to it because I it could be the biggest crutch. Although it's like time travel in Star Trek. It's just like a crutch after a little while. And I don't I don't want the WBW to be a crutch. That's the hip turn for World Between Worlds. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it's it's like this is Felonies. It's all Felonies. Like oh, that's the thing. He can he can. We thought Purgles was dumb, but now we're like, yes, space whales. Like it's just like, like, it's I'm I'm all in. So it's like, I'm in a belief that he. I mean, he's written all the scripts, right? He wrote all of. I think he wrote them all. Yeah, he only he's only directing two, and the next one is one that he directed. And Rosario Dawson said that episode five is her favorite. Nice. Um. I have complete faith in it because it's like, yeah, let's not let's like not go crazy on it. But like, I don't, has Filoni let us down yet? Like, 
Like it's he doesn't he doesn't put anything out. I, but like no, I think I think this is our time to get a better like because would do you, I feel like this season of Ahsoka we need to know where is Ezra um, and Thrawn and then. Does anyone want to talk about the fact that she was dead and is no longer dead? Like, it's just like, has no one. So it's like this, even if it's just for one episode, I think it's going to be done really, really well. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to criticize that when we're going to a whole new galaxy <laughs> with their hyperdrive. So it's like. The, the message is like, hey, we might do some fun new things because we're opening a new avenue. Uh, I just hope it is in multiverse, of course, but I don't know. I can't hear you. I unplugged my mic and then uh, and there you I go. Did it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it'll be multiverse necessarily. It might be like. Yeah. It might be. I mean, I guess it is multiverse, but it's not multiverse. And it's not. I don't think it's going to go as hard as Marvel and DC is. Now, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Nicolas Cage show up as Superman. <laughs> By the way, I finally finished The Flash. <laughs> Nicolas Cage's. So, like, two favorite parts. Nicolas Cage's cameo. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I was, like, so happy about that. Like. And he fought. so I knew he was in it. Like I knew that there was a Nicholas Cage cameo, but I didn't know that he fought. Spoilers: the metals, the yeah. robot fighter. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, "This is." I was explaining it to Aaron what was going on. I'm like, this is fantastic. And then, of course, my favorite Clooney showing up at the end was just like, <laughs> I was all, I was all about. And actually, I will say, Aaron got a huge kick out of Clooney being a Batman at the end. Huge nice. kick out of it. And I think that's the point. It's like, that's what it was. It was like, I thought it was a fun little bit. And uh, anyway, we're off the rails. I don't think it'll be multiverse to that to that extent. I think it'll be like the Star Wars version, which is just, there's like a through line and you can pick things. And again, Brock, I just hope no one else touches this going forward. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, the Flash, the one of the best Batman movies uh, in a long time. Oh, girls with sabers dropping some, some uh, classic literature into the mix. Still going. Based on what though? I I'm not against it, but like based on what? We know nothing about it. Like how much time have we spent? I, I should I should have watched the World Between Worlds episodes of Rebels before this, but like we know nothing. It's like. I think that's why Ahsoka right now is so compelling because we have so many questions we want answered. Like, what happened? Why this? What that? <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I think Filoni's movie is going to be the best <laughs> Star Wars movie we've gotten since yeah. uh, either Rogue One or I guess Last Jedi or I'm just going to say Empire Strikes Back basically it's because I feel like he's the most in tune with Star Wars out of anybody that's touched the property. And like every time I see something, I'm like, yeah, I feel like he's a little bit, I don't think he's as insane as George Lucas was, but like, I feel like he's like, he, because he learned from Lucas and he respects him so much that we're getting as close to the psychoticness of George Lucas's like midi chlorian sequel trilogy as we're going to get. Like, I really feel like he's like, 
just he's like, I'm not gonna say the word. I'm not. I know you don't like the word. I'm not gonna say the word. But I feel like he's hovering on it. Like we got world between worlds. We get like the weird like uh, Greek mythology mortis looking statuesque things in the first episode. We have a map that is like a whole globe around them. There's a lot going on that I'm like, this feels way too George Lucas and always. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is the problem with Star Wars. It's like I've said in the first episode, it's like all the technology all the technology has to look like the 80s, right? Like that's just their thing. It's like our aesthetic is this. Um but I don't know. I don't know. I just um it's not a bad thing cuz it's like <laughs> George Lucas is important for a reason. Even though when you boil it down, it's like he might have had one good idea, but he was the driving force. So like I think you're right. Like success of like Mandalorian and probably Boba Fett and now Ahsoka is because Filoni's pushing that hard. We see it in those like we saw in the documentary. It's like it's like this is actually like called this instead of this. Like it's <laughs> I don't know. It's um I don't even know what the question is anymore. When you flash up all these like comments, I'm like reading and then talking. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the comment was. It was just George. This is as close to George Lucas as as we've gotten. I think. I think like I, there's a lot going on. I think the next four episodes are going to. There's going to be a lot in the next four episodes that really show like kind of gear us towards what his movie will be. I don't think the movie will be a direct result of this series necessarily, but I think we'll get a better understanding of what his movie is going to look like and be a little bit of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I was him, I'd be like, Hey, bring all these directors in. They do a part. <laughs> they did that in Endgame. Like they direct parts of this. Yeah. And then you just make a, an amazing movie. I don't know if that's expensive. Like no, I mean, Endgame I, is I, different. I feel like though because it, I just I just feel like the Mandoverse because this is in the Mandoverse, a lot of the directors have come in from the Mandoverse. I feel like they have such like a strong group of directors now, like just within that group. And then you can eat, I mean, if you want to take Andor into it, whatever. But there's such a strong group of directors that work on these programs that they could like just give all of them a movie, and I think they would have a very good understanding of of how to make a good Star Wars movie now because of it. And again, like you have Filoni and Favreau at the top of this chain, just be like, do what you're doing on TV, but put them in the theater with a bigger budget. You wouldn't have people complaining about the, uh, the volume as much, right? The look of the volume, which I still think is fine. I think it's been really, I think, you know, Ahsoka is like, <laughs> it's, it's, if, if Andor was Star Wars, <laughs> it's what Ahsoka is. It's like, Andor was amazing, but it didn't like necessarily always feel like Star Wars. Where Ahsoka is like Star Wars, and it's 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 really good. Yeah, I would say like if we put like the shows in order of like what Filoni worked on. I don't want to include Obi Wan on this. And is there something else? But I would say it's like Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Ahsoka than Andor as like the quality and that quality that's such a, like just the the art artistry is like flashy to subtle to like artistic you know what I mean like it's like Andor has that vibe I mean, it's probably just because it's like not all in the 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 
the volume it's like in real places so it's just like even though like I, I, the message in there was different like the other three boba fett mandalorian ahsoka we're all like we have to we root for our heroes it's like in andor it's like we're rooting for um type of freedom i suppose i guess it's the same thing but you know what i mean it's like it's different when you're it's like you're playing a video game and you're like i have to follow this person it was like andor tends to you're there but you're also like i don't know he's like he's he's less of a hero more of a spectator so i don't know it's um oh one thing i did look into the end credits i was like who are all these people uh one of the people in the x-wings uh flying with uh with Hera was um uh Brandon Wayne no what's his first name the guy that plays yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the Mandos. No, right. he's yeah, like one right. of the pilots I'm like ah, oh, nice, nice. ah Brendan 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 so I was like yeah but I, no one else rec- I was like are these directors <laughs> none of the names <laughs> like rang a bell but um yeah I mean I feel like like with Ahsoka, it's like, oh, did you like X-wing pilots or just random aliens doing things? I feel like this is something we talked about four years ago when we're like, why are we making all these sequel movies and not throwing in the usual aliens? I'm always for a new thing. Yeah. It's like, I feel like this is a return to form. We're like, yeah, yeah, let's put as many Mon Cala into something as possible. <laughs> that I mean, I still feel that way with the the sequels. Like, I guess my biggest gripe of them all really is just like the lack of aliens that we know like we go to start it's not even that much of a gripe like, but honestly like at the end of the day i don't really care but like you go to see star wars for the aesthetic of star wars and the aliens that you know and love are those are, are part of that it's part of the look of it right it's like you just said everything's got to look like 1970s 80s technology those aliens are a part of that and I, I do love that they're bringing it. But I'm also in for bringing new aliens as well. I'm always up for the new stuff. Let's do it. Even that uh, the pirate that looks like... Uh, <laughs> oh, what's the, what's the Muppet's name? <laughs> the Muppet Dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Dragon. I, yes. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah. We looked that up. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, Dragon Muppet. But yeah, I... I I feel like this show is really hitting, but we, it's it, it's pushing Star Wars forward. The thing is, is it going to, I feel like going out of the galaxy somewhere new is going to take us away from Rey and the sequels in a way that don't make us all say, well, why didn't this happen in the sequel movies? I don't know. It's strange. Like, all these announcements of different eras of Star Wars is like cool, but like, are you actually gonna do it? Like, Uncle Deadly. Uncle Deadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, almost completely caught up with all the High Republic books, and like, they are the last three I've read. They're all like plotting, plotting, plotting along. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, when's this book? And then the last like seventy pages are always like like craziness so it's like they're doing like not like oh like uh, retrofitting canon or anything just like doing stuff that like star wars doesn't do like brutal things like it's just sort of like whoa like what's happening could this be in the show i don't know if it will but it's like i enjoy these new eras they're they're going into but like 
I'm, will it work? I don't know. It's hard to say, you know, like it's like they ended the Skywalker saga and then they also ended like the Infinity Saga in Marvel. And now they're both in this like slump of like, what do we, or not a slump. I'm like, I would argue Mandalorian's probably, Mandalorian's probably the best thing they put out since Disney bought Star Wars. But you know what I mean? They're like, we've closed this. Now what do we do? What is the future? And I like, I don't, I couldn't tell you what exactly Marvel's doing anymore, but I, it's interesting that like, it's sort of like, how do you re- recreate the wheel in this? I, I think, yeah, because they did the Skywalker stuff. I think you, I think they kind of recreated it accidentally with the Mandoverse. I really, I think like they did that. Then remember the second season, Bob Iger's like, "Wow, we did the second season, and now we can spin off to a million different shows." And that was kind of like their idea of it. And then you know the Cara Dune thing fell off because of things, and then people. I guess they didn't really gravitate to Bo- I don't know what the ratings were on Boba Fett though, but people, you know, I liked it. I'm this one of the seven, but like people didn't gravitate to that, whether the ratings were good or not. If the ratings were solid, you'd think they would continue, but they keep coming back. Like the viewership for Ahsoka seems to be huge. If their reports are accurate, right? The 14 million or whatever, which I think is big. I don't really know. Um, so it just, I think they've I think they've accidentally figured like stumbled upon the new era of Star Wars without doing it on purpose. And I think that's how Star Wars works. I don't think Star Wars happened because of the way George Lucas planned it to happen. It just happened. Yeah. He he sold toys. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It was just like I think like announcing these different eras like I can kind of see where you're going, but yeah, it's like, it's like Mandalorian is good, but it also kind of exists in the Skywalker saga when you really boil it down. Yes. Yes. I don't know. But I mean, but but doesn't the high Republic also, even though it's 200 years before the Skywalker saga, it still kind of does as well. I mean, star Wars is the Skywalker saga. That's the, that's the thing is like, you try to escape it, but really, that's what I mean. I know what you're saying because Luke Skywalker appears and everything, but yo, I don't know. I just feel like I'm sorry I cut you off, but I just think they need to like not worry about connecting anything, just let it be organic. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just I, I don't think they need to worry too much about what the end point is. It's like just, just make it. And I, I feel like Filoni gets that. Because it's sort of like Clone Wars and Rebels exist in like that Skywalker saga framework, but then like it kind of doesn't. Like it leans on it a bit, but then it's like, well, we can do our own thing. But I mean, it's in that time period, so it's like it is affected with why it's going around it. So I don't know. I'm really interested to see what Filoni does with this season. I think there's big things coming our way. Like, not just like, oh, he wore purple. It's like, no, it's going to be something like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I know that doesn't really mean anything, but it's just like, that's what some of these, like, these, uh, what, not cliffhanger, but like reveals are. There's like, oh, and I was a ghost the entire time. Like, it's just like, 
It's like, no, I mean, World Between Worlds was always interesting because you're like, oh, what? You can do this? And then, like, I think when it first came out, we were like, oh, and the, did the Emperor know about this? <laughs> it's like, it's like, and what? Did. Did, I I think we've talked about this so many times. It's like the, the mysticism of the Star Wars galaxy, I think, could make for a really interesting story. But I don't know. I do too. I just also think that, like, Filoni, I think, has a gra- grip on it. But like, somebody else could just use this as like a crutch, and I think you gotta tread lightly on the world between worlds and not go overboard. I'm really curious. I'm really curious to see what they do next week with my Favo Anakin Skywalker back in the mix. <laughs> like he's like you know what. Like, because what I believe, Brock, is like Anakin being in this is not just cool. Anakin in this is there's going to be a purpose to Anakin being in this. Like, there was a purpose to to Anakin being back in Obi Wan, but I think there's going to be a a larger purpose in Ahsoka. I think he's going to have something for Ahsoka uh, in terms of uh, learning or something going forward. There's going to be something there that Snips is going to learn from Sky Guy. Oh, and yeah. I think it's gonna be. Yes. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. I can see why. I think I know why this will be Rosario Dawson's favorite episode because my guess is we will be in the world between worlds with just those two and maybe like little hints of the multiverse, whatever around. Uh, and I'm. I'm not. No, sorry, not multiverse. I, not multiverse. It is multiverse, but it's not. It's more like what if. I think it's gonna be more like what if. I think we're gonna see a lot of what if. Like what if X didn't happen and this this would happen what if x happened this way i think we're going to see a lot of that kind of stuff and i and i think it's going to be a lot of of uh hayden christensen and a lot of rosario dawson i think they are going to carry this episode we might go to sabine and to everybody else for like a couple seconds but i think brock i think however long this episode is i would i would i'm willing to bet that 70 percent is just those a minimum 70 percent is just those two actors I can't wait till the season's over, even though I want it to be like four episodes longer. But it's just like, I think when you finish it and look at how he's spaced everything out, you're like, oh, okay. Because it's, it's it's Filoni. You're always like, why did we spend time with yeah. Space, Space Whales? Whales? <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Why did we... In why 10 did, years. <laughs> why did the droids that aren't... <laughs> that aren't... Um, Chopper have their own episode. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> so. and, and that it's it's so true. It's like I've, I've seen people like, oh, Ahsoka's the only series with no filler. I'm like, is it? I'm like uh, the other shows, maybe we could call them filler, but I still believe that everything we get is for a reason. Like things are happening based on what we saw. Like honestly, Brock, the only reason why Ahsoka's in Mandalorian season two is so that. Filoni could make the Ahsoka show. Like, he was like, no one knows who Ahsoka is that's watching Mandalorian or the Skywalker saga, the the sequel trilogy. No one knows who she is. There's, like, a small percentage of Clone Wars watchers who know, and then, like, a little bit more percentage of people that watch Rebels. Not enough people know who Ahsoka is through a live-action Ahsoka. He's like, well, I'm going to throw her in this super popular show with this ridiculously adorable puppet. And then I can make her the best thing in Star Wars for everybody. And that's why we have the show. 
because he knows how to to weave things in and out in a way where we think it's for this, but really it's for that. Yeah, no, it's true. So like, yeah, freaking Filoni, man. <laughs> I've even like watched most of the credits all the way through. Just be like, is there, is there hidden details? Like what's, does it get different? Does it, I don't know. And I just like, it's like a psych out. We're like, ha! It's just, it's just a star map, you fool. <laughs> so, what would you rate this episode out of five? This, just this episode now. Five out of five. Yeah. I'm gonna go four point nine. I can't go perfect because next week's will be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this show is, and I still believe this is a binge watching show. Uh, they should just make Star Wars movies, and they should stop. One thing, though, I'm still adamant on is they need to stop naming these series after one character because it is about way more than one friggin' character. Yeah, yeah Ahsoka is a big part of it, and this next episode, like I said, is probably going to be all Ahsoka. But, I mean, you could just call this Rebels. You could have called this Star Wars Rebels. No one would have batted an eye. People who watched the cartoon show would have been like, I don't care. People who have never seen the cartoon show would have been like, is it a cartoon? Nope. Okay, let's watch it. Like, no one would care. Or you just call it Star Wars. We're all watching this thing anyway. And then every episode has its own title. By the way, I don't know the titles of any of these episodes. Now, <laughs> one of these, there's like Toil and Trouble, I think was one of them. But I don't know the names of any of these episodes. And I don't care. I don't care. I'm enjoying it. It's the Ahsoka show. You told me 27 minutes into a 40-minute episode this week. <laughs> this was Ahsoka, and I'm yeah. all in. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Uh, just trying to think of it. There's anything else in there. I mean, we see more Jason Sandula, and of course, it's like, Mom, I have a bad feeling about this. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, really? It's like... <laughs> Do you really need more force wielders in this already? Like you got like five, like enough. I'm wondering if like what the point of Jason being there is like he again, yeah. he's not just there to be there. He's going to serve a purpose. And I hope it's not uh like Jurassic Park 2, the Lost World movie, where like Malcolm's daughter does like the, the gymnastic spin and kicks a raptor in the head. I hope it's not that. I hope they're there for a better purpose than that. But I'm I'm that's one thing I'm like I don't know why he's there, but I'm sure there's a reason for it. Oh, shout out to Sooner Thrawn. He says the film is going to be called Heir to the Empire. Oh, when they drop that that line in the movie or in the movie in the show or like Heir to the Empire, I'm like ah! I can't remember who says it, but. Just reading them quietly in our heads because that's how we yeah, roll here. This is great for the pod. Anyone listening with audio, fantastic. Uh, Aaron Quinn says, I think part five will be Anakin showing Ahsoka what could have happened if she didn't walk away from the. Oh man, someone just didn't walk away from the Jedi Order and him that the will of the Force wanted her to for the future. The film is going to be called Heir to the Empire. Uh, oh, it's Macbeth's Girl with Sabres. Sunathron said, Ahsoka said it. Uh, that forg- Aaron says, that forgives her and she needs to forgive herself to be a good teacher to Sabine. And Girls with Sabres agrees with Aaron. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> That's what I say. I love. I I I really enjoy this show. Um, and I'm gonna cancel my Disney Plus next week out of spite. <laughs> I love Disney Plus. Truly, like we're rewatching New Girl. New Girl. New Girl. Uh, we watch. Hey, we girl. And it's just like there's so much good stuff on this. So fantastical. I'm actually, not okay, Jess. I'm not okay, Jess. I brought that I, up with my wife. And no one gets no one gets it. Although I have gotten compliments wearing that shirt in public before. It's the weirdest, the weirdest vibe wearing that shirt. Peter B. Parker. Uh what was I saying? Anyways, uh, after this whole world between worlds, I'm like, oh, I gotta go back and check. I gotta check. Which episodes from Rebels and Clone Wars are like, well, you got to watch this. And there there has to be that one. I haven't done it. But like, I'm like, how genius would it be? It's like, Filoni's like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna talk a lot about what I wrote. So this is what you're going to drop on the website. And I'm like, oh, or the streaming platform. I'm like, I don't know if that's true, but that would be fantastic. It's like. I'm thinking outside. And that would that's what brings him to George Lucas level where you're like, yeah, nice. I wanted to bring up uh, Sooner Thrawn's comment here. Balin took Sabine to have something that can make Ezra weak. He will be used as a bargaining chip. So basically, Balin is taking Sabine so that they can somehow get Ezra on their side or whatnot. Ezra's voice, by the way, in the Rise of Skywalker, we hear Ahsoka and we hear Kanan, but we do not hear Ezra Bridger. We don't hear Ezra in the Rise of Skywalker. Now, I'm sure Disney could slide his voice in and we never notice. But yeah, Ezra's voice is not heard. The other two are. So I don't know if that means anything anymore. At the time it did. Remember in the theater, like... Oh my god, that's awesome! Now it's, I didn't hear Kid Fisto though, you dicks. But I heard the other ones, and um, yeah. So Ezra, there could be something bigger at play for Ezra. Yeah, no, true. Uh, can someone go check on last or last Jedi, uh, the Rise of Skywalker? Make sure Rosario Dawson's voice hasn't it's been not. put in for <laughs> Ashley Eccleston. <laughs> Can someone check on someone check on where's my camera? Someone go check on Rise of Skywalker, make sure they're okay. Get them on Firewatch. Firewatch? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> JJ Abrams didn't know who Ezra is. Yeah, very I heard, true. I very heard true. um I heard uh Freddie Prince Jr. say this on a TikTok. Because Freddie Prince Jr. just talks. He's like, I'm not doing Star Wars <laughs> he anymore. I'm, he's like, I'm not doing Star Wars anymore. I'm done. And he said he did the Rise of Skywalker as a favor to someone. I believe he said to someone, no one specifically. So, I mean, maybe that's true. I would. It, do you know? Do you think it's weird though that they're like, they're they're kind of like Sabine, Ahsoka, Hera are different actors playing them, but Bo-Katan. They're like, we're gonna get the same voice actor. To, like, do you think there's any like? Do you see a problem with that, or are you okay with them just doing whatever? Uh, I mean, whatevs. It's like, I mean, in Star Wars, going back and erasing things or covering things up is kind of its MO, so they could go yeah. back and change things. But, like, these people have devoted themselves. I mean, it seems like Rosario Dawson and, obviously, Ashley Eckstein. I always say Eccleston, who was in Toronto last two weekends ago, 
it's like they devote themselves to this project and like Rosario's new to it but like you can already see on social media like she's like I'm all in on this I like this so whatever you want to do I mean uh, yeah uh, we don't need to erase every single thing so um since Desi, Disney Desi's here I've got to ask have you gone to your last thing on Star Star Cruiser Star Cruiser, please let us know. <laughs> you need to be on the show. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. This show is fantastic. Uh, I love that it's on at 9 o'clock our time. Or Eastern yeah. Standard Time. Like, it's great. It's just like, must-see TV. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you, me, and everyone in the near vicinity and other galaxies that you do need a star map to get to by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. I like, as I always say this, I like reverse them in my mind. So I always have to unreverse them. Uh, patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, then you need to go on down to patreon.com and give us your money. Your beautiful money. And we will shout you out every episode like the wonderful people, some of who are here right now, like Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D. Josh Price, Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney Desi Star Cruiser, Charlotte Deniners, and Dale Erdman. Boom. Thank you. Boom. Dale just uh, just left. Okay, bye. <laughs> Disney Dazzy is going next weekend. Oh, boy. You got to let us know what it's like. Um, yeah. What are the odds today, James? Today's odds. Thank you so much, Patreon. Today's odds are fantastic odds. They all have to do with my favorite Star Wars movie, Caravan of Courage. What are the odds that Wicket, well, never tell me the odds, Ezra will not be in this season. We will not see Ezra Bridger this season. Like physically, outside of like a little hologram. Yeah, exactly. Like he won't, like they'll get to Thrawn. I think Thrawn will be a big part for the next, you know, three or four episodes. But Ezra, they're going to keep having to look for Mr. Bridge. Man, that would be an amazing flex. Um, that's the best part of the show. It's like we haven't even seen Thrawn yet, and we're like, he's still coming. There's four more. Episodes. Well, he's in. The, he's in the trailer. Yeah, he's right? in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we assume he's coming. Um, I am gonna go thirty-five percent that Filoni was like, <laughs> we won't give them Ezra. <laughs> I wish it was 100%. I wish Filoni's like, screw you, screw you, screw you. This is about, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 21%. Because I think he's, they've mentioned his name way too much to never <laughs> see Ezra. Uh, here's a write in. We have a write in, Never Tell Me the Odds from Disney Desi. She has a Patreon, so we're going to do it right now. Never Tell Me the Odds. What are the odds? I'm going to love this Star Wars. <laughs> and her, uh, wait, well, her yeah, answer. What? I read it. <laughs> I'm going to have to go full Brock on that one. It might be a terrible time because it's like, it's not a real hotel or a Star Cruiser. She's like, 
I went there thinking it was going to be the greatest time of my life, and I gave it a one percent. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy three percent. I think if you are excited to go to Star Cruiser and you know what it is and you've seen the videos on it, you are absolutely gonna like it. So I'm gonna go seventy three percent. Uh, now, better chance of, of Disney Desi liking the Star Cruiser than uh, Ezra Bridger not appearing in this. In this uh, so, our uh, next dot, here we go. Shin Hati will turn on Balin. I forget his last name now. Hati. Balin Hot. They're both hot. They're Hati and hot. <laughs> Balin. Balin. What's his name? Balin Musk. He's like Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Balin. Balin, uh, so Shin is going to turn on Balin. What do you got? There's so many unknowns. Skull, <laughs> Balin Skull. It makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I don't think she's that. We. I think I get where it's coming from, but I don't think she's that mad at whatever Balin's doing. I'm going to go 25%. I would like it. That'd be cool, but... Uh, I'm gonna go full Brock on it because it was kind of like that tension in the last where she wanted to like where she was forced choking Sabine and he's like stop it I gave her my word gave her my word by the way Brock we just won guys I want everyone in the chat to hear this we just won a copyright dispute with YouTube uh, for a podcast we did uh, where Disney put a copyright claim on us because we're too old men talking about star wars and i guess they weren't happy about that and i said what are you talking about we're just talking about i watched the video i'm like we just talk and, uh, <laughs> and we won anything. we won the, we won the claim we won the claims so now i think we made 13 cents on that podcast so thank you everyone victory wolverines <laughs> <laughs> shin hati will turn on balin i gave my full brock on that one and our final lot today chopper will find or has the coordinates of the hypership. Does Chopper already know where that hypership is traveling to? If you recall, Brock, he put a tracking beacon on something in that first or second <laughs> episode. So when he was like, well, I'm going to put the tracking beacon on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I want to say yes, because I love Chopper. Like, Chopper's great. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, yeah. Uh, like, Reham never watched Rebels, and now has seen Chopper a bunch of times. Like, I like him. But <laughs> like, she hasn't seen this last episode, right? She was watching with me, but not paying half attention. Are you going to watch it with her in full? Yeah, yeah. She hasn't watched the third episode yet, so. Because I'm really curious. Uh, sorry, it's not Akbar, but I'm really curious what she will think of this last episode. Because I have a friend who never saw Rebels, didn't care about Rebels wasn't the biggest fan of this last episode. Mm. And I said, I said, okay, wait till next week because you don't know where she is. Yeah. But next week you're going to find out. Like, and I think nice. that's a cool, I think it's a cool cliffhanger where we know where she is and the cliffhanger is sky guy, but the cliffhanger for the, the casual fans, the non cartoon watching fans is where is she and why is she there? Like, I think, it's a cliffhanger on purpose that way. Anyway, sorry, that was a side act. Yeah. Just, I, I'm, I really want to hear what Reham thinks of this episode, never seeing Rebels or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the question again? Oh, um, Chopper funny. I, I feel like because Chopper hasn't been in the forefront as much as we would want, him delivering that seems a little... Uh, who, who Yang makes more sense if a droid is going to figure it out? But... 
I'm all for it. So I like Chopper. I'm going to go 65%. Yeah, I'm going to go 68.9992178865% on this one because he did put a tracking thing on something, and I think there was a reason for that. Did they use? I think they used it, but I think – I, I I think it's gonna be Chopper because Chopper is the greatest and he's there. And again, if Chopper does it, why is I still need to know why Jason is there? Like he wasn't there for the first <laughs> two episodes and he showed up in the third randomly. He's like, Mom, I want to be a Jedi. I'm sure you do, son. And then all of a sudden, like he's in the ship with her. So, like, obviously, we know he's in the ship because of Rebels. But why is he in the ship? <laughs> like, I like why when- is he there? I like when Hera's walking through the like the landing bay and she has to, I can't remember why she is, but she's like Jason and Chopper are standing beside each other and he's like she just like points at them and is like watch him and I'm like is she talking to Chopper to watch Jason <laughs> or Jason to watch Chopper? I'm like that's why I like this. <laughs> that's like when uh, when my grandfather was alive and I don't know and he was uh, in his nineties and my my cousin was like six. And no, and it was like go watch, go watch them, and you didn't know who was actually thinking that they were taking care of the other one. That's kind of the <laughs> dynamic there. Is you're like they each think they're the they're the adult in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are our odds. Thank you guys for sharing your odds in the comments. Uh, I think Disney does. He's gonna hate uh, the Star Cruiser. No, <laughs> at all. Uh, but like a Mon Mothma costume. Bravo. <laughs> By the Which way, era Mon Mothma. There's so many now. I've seen people complain. <laughs> I've seen people complain that it's like the same actress. I'm like, well, they're not going to get the one for Return of the Jedi to play this. But, you know, the, the one thing that was annoying was they're like, look at these character posters for Mon Mothma. I'm like, she was a cameo in the episode. I don't need a poster of Mon Mothma from Ahsoka. I love, see, I, I love seeing her there because one of the things I have always said this to you, Brock, that I hated about like the aftermath book, like all those books that came out when the Force Awakens was coming out, they're like they all were like, ah, my mom was sick. Like, why is she sick? She's like, <laughs> she's always like, sick, why, yeah. why is she sick? Oh man, she's on her medical bed. Why? Why? Like you just like why? And I'm glad that she's a part of this now, and she's gonna be a, a she's gonna be a part of the fall of. The new republic, and I, I really like that. I really like that. And she knows yeah, that it's yeah. fault, like, she knows that it's on my ice. Just I just made ice. All right, uh, we're gonna go now to a little segment we like to call uh, oh, I forgot to put the okay. Well, this was never tell me the odds, and now we're gonna go to top five. Top five, boom, 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 boom. I don't even know it's, what it is. It's top five Anakin Skywalker moments oh. because Anakin, spoiler alert, is back. And it's like Clone Wars, Anakin, but it's Hayden Christensen. Absolutely love it. He said snips. <laughs> I was like, ah! Top five Anakin Skywalker moments. My number five. Pod racing. I'm mm-hmm. all in. I play Pod Racer and Pod Racer Revenge often. And uh, I love Pod Racing. I wish they would bring it back. Uh, but you must have Jedi reflexes. Dugs are really good at pod racing. <laughs> Dugs. <laughs> very fast, very dangerous. Um my number 5 is probably my favorite Anakin meme, but I'll I won't say it like it's like I'll just say it as the line goes. My name is Anakin and I'm a person. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bananakin. Bananakin. You betrayed us. I watched a, a video today of a marshmallow with like a beard, and it was doing the Obi Wan <laughs> thing, and then it turned over to a marshmallow on a burner, like on in fire, being like, "I hate you." And I laughed, I laughed so hard at that stupid video. Uh, My number two is I hate sand because I completely look, everyone makes fun of this line, but I completely identify with what he's saying here about sand. And he is a hundred percent accurate. If you go to the beach and you come home, there is sand in places. And you're just like, son of a, I hate sand. So I'm with Anakin. Sand sucks. Sand sucks. Uh, is that your number four or your number two? My number, number four. Two? That should oh, be my cool. number one. <laughs> when I say number two, it's my number yeah, four. Well, because it's it, yeah. Uh, my number four is going to be uh, this one. I guess I I, I don't want to put it too high up, but him saying snips in the world between worlds in this episode, yeah. I'm like that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah, it was great because I I was wondering if we were going to hear that or not. And we did. Now are we going to hear Sky Guy? Yeah. Uh, I know, no. Because it was like like the first couple of like episodes and then it went away. Like Snips is the thing that keeps going. Which that should have been our Never Tell Me the Odds. Are we going to hear Sky Guy? Uh, my number three, when he kills them, Tuskins, revenge mm-hmm. on them for killing his mother. This is when he's starting to go dark. Uh, I'm a big Anakin fan, though, so that's my number three. Uh, Number three, I'm going to go with his, like, uh, I don't know, the execution of Count Dooku. Like, that, that, like, I saw something recently. Oh, it was Anakin like practicing a like a bigger lightsaber battle with Dooku or someone else as Dooku that I guess they would CG Christopher Christopher Lloyd? No. Christopher Lee. Lloyd? Christopher Lee. Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Marty, 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 we gotta get on. <laughs> it's not you, you Anakin. You gotta it's go your back children. to the world before worlds, otherwise you'll marry your mother. Oh wait. It's that your children, Anakin. He kills you. World Between Worlds explains how Shmi gets pregnant. Anyways, um, no, uh, like I think that that like is like even though there's a lot more things that is his fall from grace is like that is the first step in the right direction of where he's like, mm, I'm evil. And then, of course, Emperor going, you do it. <laughs> That's my number three. All right. My number two is when he kills Dooku. Oh, there you go. And that's actually Suno Thrawn's number two as well. See, my number one is not when he becomes Vader because then he's no longer Anakin. And that's why mm-hmm. I didn't pick that one. So what is your number two, Brock? I want to do something in Clone Wars. So I'm just going to be... I'm going to just like fake out and be like, uh, number two is the Mortis story because that's like, oh, right. that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I didn't choose anything from Clone Wars. Or the Obi- Obi-Wan Kenobi show was close, but my number one, Brock, is... This is a weird moment, I guess, to choose number one, but I've always said this. Attack of the Clones was a movie that I saw. I didn't like it the first time. Then the second time I saw it, I loved it. And there's a moment in Attack of the Clones that whenever I think of Star Wars, I think of this moment, and that is the the the, uh, the chase scene uh, at the beginning of the movie when they're flying through Coruscant chasing, and he jumps out. 
that is my number one Anakin moment that feels the most Anakin-y that we get, really, like in a lot of like their banter and stuff. And it just, I don't know, there's just something about that moment that just is, it, my mind, when you say Star Wars, I think of that. I don't, for no reason, like it's a most organic thought ever, and that's where I go. So that's my number one. Um, my number one is, and since we're talking Ahsoka, we're talking World Before Worlds and Anakin. The, the final showdown between Vader and, uh, I guess, nah, it's technically Vader, but he's also revealing he's Anakin. And it's an Anakin moment that she's like, <gasps> so like, I think that's pretty vital. And uh, yeah. Well, I think also I was just saying I didn't choose any Vader stuff, but Vader yeah. and Anakin, even though they're different, they are the same person, basically. You, but yeah, I think like moments like that, they're the same. But I think a Vader moment is anything from the original trilogy, and an Anakin moment is anything after that. And I think like Rebels has Vader moments, and Vader and Rebels also has Vader slash Anakin moments as well. So I think yeah, I think that's fair. Those are our top five. Let us know what yours are in the comments, Brock. Yo. I was so like I had to take a picture of this <laughs> last night. I'm like Vader theme place, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "I was like, I can't send it till I know he's watched it." Yeah, I watched. I, yeah, it took me a while to watch it yesterday. I had to mm -hmm. watch it late because uh, we're getting ready for my daughter's first birthday party, which everybody on Earth is coming. I think everybody in the chat is going to be there as well. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's, just, it's insane. So uh, anyway, Brock. Capeside Bay, have you heard about it? What if you lived in a small town where everything is perfect and everything is quiet until... I don't think anything is ever... I think actually, if, if, and as uncovered. If you read it, I don't think anything is ever perfect in this small town. And I'm just going to read the last page to everybody. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Look, it's I, this book's been available since sometime in July, and we haven't talked about it on the show, so I wanted to throw it on here. Be Still honest. haven't gotten my copy. <laughs> you haven't got it? No. You have to email hello at inkshares.com. Email them. They'll let me know when you email them. If you don't hear anything, let me know. All right, cool. Did you change <laughs> your address on their website? Yeah. Okay, let me know. Let me know. Anywho, go and buy James's book, Cape Sides Bay. Capes by Escape Side Bay at Amazon. We'll put it in the links here. This is what people do on YouTube. Now, um, yeah, go check out his book because it's wonderful. What did I compare it to? You like compare? Oh it to yeah, Stephen. you gave it. You gave it to a bunch of Stephen, like Stephen King stuff. Oh, Under the Dome, Under the Dome, Under that's the right. Dome. I've never yeah. read it. I've only read one Stephen King book, and that's The Mist. And I read it when I was in grade eight. <laughs> I was in grade eight. I've only read. It was good, but I'm not. That was never my. I was never into like the horror type stuff, growing up. So, I never really read that kind of stuff. Uh, and I've never read for whatever reason. I've never read a Stephen King since. I've seen movies like Stephen King movies. Like remember when we went to go see it? I didn't know that the clown's name uh, wasn't it. I thought the <laughs> clown's name was it until like the day we saw it the day before. Like I was like, did you know the clown's name isn't it? And you're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and I didn't like I didn't know I didn't know anything about the movie at all. I was just like, I want to watch kids kill a clown. And then when the kid died at the beginning, I remember who did I turn to? I turned to like you or Aaron. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know if I could go through two hours of kids being murdered. 
And then thankfully, it, after that, it was exactly what I was wanting it to be, which was kids like, it was like Goonies with a killer clown. Like, I'm like, this is what I'm here for. But that first scene, I'm like, I don't know if I can sit through this. <laughs> it's like opening, rain. Oh, no, murder. Oh, no, murder. Oh, no, murder. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride yes. bikes. Murder. Murder, murder, murder. It's true. Like, and she's like, yeah. oh, curse you. Just once you get past that open, I, I've watched every time I watch it, says I kind of just skip the opening. I'm like, well, just get past that, and I'm good to go. And I, I really enjoy it after that. But it, uh, yeah, uh, the clown's name is Pennywise. I thought it was it, so I guess I'm not alone in thinking <laughs> that. I, I legit was like, I thought the clown's name was it. You're, like, You're an idiot. Why are people, <laughs> why are people dying in this? Uh, but that, yeah, anyway, I've read The Mist. I really enjoyed that. that short. It's like a hundred pages, right? It's a short story. It's, yeah. in skele- it's in Skeleton. Is it Skeleton Crew? Yeah. Oh my God. Is that. Oh, I never even put that together with the the Star Wars show. Yes. Yeah, it has the monkey with the. the, the yeah, 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 the monkey yeah. with the yeah. I had that book for whatever. My dad worked at a, a paper mill and he used to bring home books. And I, was, I just had that book and I read The Mist. I was like, that was good. And I never read the rest of it. I was just like, throw you to the side. <laughs> You're out. Anyway, uh, this has been Brock's Stephen King moment. You love Stephen King, though. Yeah, he's, he's put out a new book today. Or, no, yesterday. Yeah. Holly. So I'm yeah. excited to read that one. But it's weird because you don't like horror, but you love Stephen King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All Actually, right. I just, I was just, it's cool. I, uh, I got to check out Under the Dome is like 4 billion pages, though, right? It's way too long. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the hardcover weighs like 75 pounds. It's like the comparison is like this is a book about a town and you're going to learn about all the little things in the town. And it's like that's like it is like that. Under the Dome is like that. Um, Sleeping Beauties is like that. It's like get ready to know all the characters. <laughs> well, wait till you read my Cape Side Bay follow up where it's all about <laughs> characters in a town. I start <laughs> plotting it and it's uh, it's going to be the same. I love it. Anyway, uh, but, but honestly, though, like the book. Uh, people have been buying the book, which has been weird. And uh, I've been getting a lot of phone calls that people like it. So that's even better. So thank you to everybody. Uh, no one's on this chat, probably. But anyway, uh, but Brock, email them. Let me know because we'll make sure you get your copy because Rob didn't get his. And mm-hmm. then he reached out and he got his. And my aunt didn't get oh. hers and she reached out. So people haven't, some people haven't been getting them, but just you got to, I'll send you the email to email them. And then when you email them, let me know. And then I'll follow up with them if they don't get back to you at all. Gotcha. I'm just looking up here on Amazon. Five stars. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Nine ratings. Yeah, I know it's gonna by be- Rob, by Rob, by, by Rob. Rob. Oh, they're all Rob. Uh, Actually, mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. So my so that one. But if you go on Barnes and Noble, hold on. I was on this the other mm. day. Barnes and Noble has has, and if anybody from the chat is on Barnes and Noble, it has seven five-star re- reviews on Barnes and Noble. Oh. And I don't know, I don't know any of these people on Barnes and Noble, so it's pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah, it's all people that bought it on Ink Shares too. Oh, no yeah, one actually is. bought it. From, yeah, no one bought it from. And you can buy it on Target.com as well. You can't buy it in the store; you have to buy it online. Why are we doing? Uh, uh, the book is my 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 thing that I always say. The book is uh, it's uh, it's Jaws and it's Jaws meets uh, Close Encounters meets Super Eight meets uh some other things as well but that's really where it started from for those all right anyway brock let's wrap it up we we didn't do the news and we're like we'll have a short episode and we went longer than our last 
Yeah. Five chip episode. But this Love. is such a good episode. All right. Anything else you want to say? No, I'm just glad everyone was here at the chat. This is fun. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've had this many people. Um, fun, yeah, fun, great. fun. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you everybody for watching. Yeah, talking along in the comments has been a lot of fun. Love seeing it on in there. That makes the show more exciting to do. 294 in the bag. 295 coming up next. Uh, we have to see. Uh, are you working on the finale of Ahsoka? Oh, I forgot to. That's like a, October 10th. Third, I think. October 3rd. Uh, the Jay season will hopefully be over on the 1st. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think I'm okay. Yeah. October 3rd. So we should talk about that. Maybe we'll be on there October 3rd as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Disney does it. You said fun and fun. And she said, until your daddy takes deeper away. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been Thank a lot you. of fun. Thank you so much for watching. Give us a like and subscribe. And Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.